At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. Sorry, sorry. I forgot Recorded to call. Recorded live. On the call. Go right ahead. Um, this is Conversations and Support for Targeted Individuals. Today is Sunday. September 17, 2017, and we are opening up in prayer. Go right ahead. Sorry about that. Thank you for all things. We thank you for redeeming us out of the hands of the enemy, God. We ask you to first to forgive us for our sins, the ones we know of, the ones we don't know of, any doubt, every worry, God. We just ask you to forgive us, oh, God. Wash us with his up and, and we'll be white as snow, oh, God. Father, you said gave me the king to the kingdom, and whatever I bind on earth shall bow in heaven. And I bind every principality, power, ruler of darkness, and wickedness in high places. I bound every demon, every evil spirit, every evil watcher, every evil monitor, every eavesdropper in the name of Jesus. And, Father, I do show spirit, your power, your warring angels to war on our behalf on today, oh God. Father, you said that the king heart is in your hand and you will turn it to our favor. Every curse turns to a blessing, God. Every spell break it, every technology that's used as a weapon against your people, God, make it malfunction in the mighty name of Jesus. Cover us in your blood, God. God, I say so, God. You said you will supply all our needs. Now, the day of heaven, we will even be satisfied, oh God. Just thank you for being a mighty, my God, a, a merciful, loving, kind God, a God of war, God of, 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 of judgment, in the name of Jesus. Loose tribulation against the kingdom of state right now for, for your glory, God, that you get the glory out of Satan's defeat on today. Oh, Father, let the T.I. community know that you never leave them, nor forsake them, God, that you'll be with them. God, just stick closer than a friend. I just thank you for being God in our life. I want to your blood. In Jesus' name I pray. I thank you for all things. Amen. 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 Thank you. And I'm so sorry to interrupt. I just realized that I hadn't um, started the recording, and a lot of people listen back to the archives. So I want to make sure they hear your prayer, too. So I apologize for that. Did you want to read a scripture okay. as well? Yes. Um, so I'm coming from Psalm uh, 33 and 10. Psalm 33 and 10. And version. I don't know if that's your phone. Is that your phone? Samantha, is that your phone? Do you hear that? Are you there? Hello? All right, let me see something. Okay, we could not hear you anymore, and it sounds like some disruption maybe on your phone. So um, I'm going to unmute you again. Hopefully you can hear me. Hello? Samantha, are you there? Okay, I can't hear you. Hello. I'll send you a text.
Are you there? No, we can't hear you. Your phone is breaking up really, really bad. I just sent you a text. We can't hear you. Okay, I'll put you on hold. And just start eight when you're ready. Okay, in the meantime, I will read the scripture that I had. And when she comes back, she can finish her uh, scripture. She was trying to read a scripture. Okay, this scripture comes from Joshua 1 and 9. And and it says, uh, Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the love for the Lord, excuse me, thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. Okay, why do you guys think that that this scripture tells us to be strong and of good courage? Okay, to get us through the things that we have to go through in this world, you're going to have to be strong. You have to have a thick skin to go through what we're going through or to go through any kind of hardships in life. You can't wear your emotions on your sleeve. You've got to be strong. You've got to trust God. You've got to have courage. Courage says, I'm scared to do it, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm scared to go, but I'm going to go anyway because I know it's the right thing to do. I'm scared to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm scared to speak up, but I'm going to speak up anyway. That's courage, and it takes courage to live. And this scripture also says, be not afraid. That spirit of fear is not from God. The scriptures tell us that God does not give us a spirit of fear. He gives us peace. He gives us love, and he gives us a sound mind. So when you feel that that, that fear, that's not of God. That's not of God. That's when you know you need to cast that out. The scripture says, be not afraid, neither be dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee wherever you go. He is there. I know sometimes it feels like he has abandoned you. I feel the same sometimes. But just know that he is there. As this scripture says, wherever you go, he's there. He should be dwelling inside of you. He should be in your heart. He should be in your spirit. That way you know he's there no matter what. Okay? Amen. So that's Joshua 1 and 9. Let me answer this text. Okay, let me see if we can um, get Samantha back. She had, she opened us up with a beautiful prayer. And now she wants to start eight, Samantha, because I lost you. Start eight. Hello? 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 Is this my phone? Okay. Put you back on hold, Florida. Um, Start eight when you're ready to speak. Hello? Hi, Renata. Can you hear me? Now I can. Go right ahead. Yeah, I don't know what's on the phone. It was acting up last week when I was starting, but... 
I'm coming from Psalms 33 and 10. Okay. It, and it reads, The Lord brings the accounts of the heathen to nothing. He makes the devices of the people of no effect. And that's what I just wanted to share with the community today. Amen. Thank you so much. And, and your prayer was beautiful, so thank you. Yes. Can I ask you, um, how did how did your court proceedings go, if you don't mind sharing? Did it turn out in your favor? Um, yeah, I, went, I was trying to see it last week, but my star eight wasn't uh, working. Um, mm-hmm. The community don't know that I was parking on my mother's block where her house is, and um, they had uh, the neighbor deliberately block me from the uh, parking spot. I almost hit her car, and uh, we had words. And she went to the courthouse and said I harassed her and I um, threatened her. Um, we didn't go in front of the judge. They didn't let us go in front of the judge. They went. We went in front of a mediator. And what the mediator did was that we have a no contact order that I can't contact her. She can't contact me. But she makes sure when I'm outside, like visiting my uh, mother's home, where my brother and my daughter live, um, she makes sure she's there, you know, outside and record me while walking past and things of that nature. But I don't, I don't have no interest to contact her at all. So um, that's what they did. They just put a, a new contact order uh, against uh, me, against her, and her against me. That's all. I tell you, we have to. <laughs> Deal with so much with these people. Just ignore her. Just ignore her. You already know she's trying to trigger you when she comes outside. Mm-hmm. And they trying to, you know, the tenant that I told you that I had to evict because they sent tenant here always to either try to sabotage the police or not pay rent. And now um, she's doing a noise campaign, but I'm not. I'm staying away because I know they want me to have contact and argue with her so she could make some false accusations on me too. But. She'll be out on Thursday, so let her make all the noise she wants to. That's the tenant? Yes, that's the tenant. So she lives by you as well? I know it's your property, but, but so it's in the area yes. where you live? Yes. Okay. This, is three, this is three families. This is three families. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh-huh. Your family members? They're your family members? No, no. This is a tenant. The oh, okay. tenant making a uh but this house is a three three family. Three family home. Oh, I see. Okay. Noise campaigns are one of the silliest tactics to me because they're sitting up there making noise that everybody's hearing. <laughs> even them. Even them. They're disturbing their own peace, their their uh family members' peace. It's it's just it's crazy. Uh huh. Okay. Thank you for sharing, and thank you for the prayer and uh, and the scripture. Okay. We can speak again if you like. Okay, let me do the welcome. Welcome to everyone who uh, came to the call today. I really appreciate you guys being here. Welcome to all visitors. Um, start eight if you're a visitor so we can say hello. Uh, the purpose of this call basically is to process what's, what's happening with us. It's um, it's hard to hold all this stuff in, and I just, I'm one that needs to talk and process it and really helps me to move on. So um, hopefully it um, this format here will do the same for you, will help you to get it out, talk about it, know that you're not alone. 
that everybody or just about everybody who comes to this call um, experiences the same thing or similar. So um, it really helps to, um, to to process it, to talk about it, to hear other stories so that you will know that you're not the only one that goes through that. There are so many uh, times where they have introduced new things into my targeting, um, but it really didn't catch me off guard because I had heard someone share that same thing on this call. So that can kind of, uh, just knowing that someone else is going through it and you've already heard about it, that can sort of take that uh, shock value out of it because they really rely on that shock value to uh, further traumatize us. So if you're prepared for it, then um, maybe it won't it won't sting as bad. Um, we're also here to share information and to help to find solutions because I truly believe that for every problem there is a solution, um, and just to hear different perspectives on certain subjects. Uh, ultimately, we want to support one another. We want to be a support system because. For most targets, our support system is null and void. We really don't have the support that we once had. So just to know that others are there for you, uh, sometimes we just need a shoulder to lean on and a listening ear. So that is the purpose of, of this call. Hang on one second, you guys. Oh, Elvira, she forgot to call what's happening right now. She's going to call in. She says she has some useful information for us. Okay. Um, today we're going to end early. I need to get my daughter to work. So we're going to end at 2 uh, Pacific, which is, what is that, 5 Eastern. Okay, so we're going to end a little bit early today. I think that is it. I had not talked to Christina this past week. I may try to call her today to see how she's doing or tomorrow. Okay, and I think that's that's it. Someone sent me an article, actually my son, sent me an article on um, Cuban diplomats say that they were hit with directed energy. Did you guys see that? It was in the, I'm going to put the link in the chat room. It was in the um, the UK Telegraph newspaper, and they're saying that uh, just to summarize, without reading that whole article to you guys, there's uh, there were fourteen. I think there were fourteen different American dip- diplomats that were saying that they were. I think they were staying in a hotel room, and they started hearing voices and hearing. I think they said crickets. Uh, One of them said that he was jolted off of his bed, and I think he had fallen, and he got back in the bed, and then it happened again. So they're saying that the FBI or the CIA or someone is doing that to them, so they opened up an investigation. Um, I'm not happy that this happened to them. However, if people in in, uh, at their level and at their capacity, if they start speaking out about this kind of stuff, maybe it will get exposed. Maybe. So I thought that was interesting that that it uh, made the news. So I just put the link in the chat room. 
but I'm going to give you guys the title in case you're not in the chat room. You can look this up. Hang on one second. Another thing in the in the newspaper that I've been following is the the young lady in where was she in Chicago that uh, went to that party in the hotel room with her friends and they found her in the freezer. That's a big deal. A lot of people are talking about that. It's uh, definitely something. It's some kind of cover up going on with that. So if you guys have not heard that story, look that up as well. All right, so the title for you guys who want to look up this um, this American diplomats in China and uh, excuse me in Cuba thing with the Directed Energy is called it's in the Telegraph newspaper. So you can go to telegraph.co.uk, and the title is American diplomats in Cuba claim they were targeted in Havana hotel room as mystery deepens. Okay, I'll say it again. American diplomats in Cuba claim they were targeted in Havana hotel room as mystery deepens. Very interesting. Um, it's good for us that this is uh, coming out in the media. Hopefully they won't discredit them and call them crazy like they do us. Okay, let's see. Where are we at? All right. Did I say we're going to end early? Going to have a hard stop at 2 o'clock today. I have to get my daughter to work. Soon I won't have to do that. She is learning to drive. She does have a car, but she's not quite there yet. So I still have to take her. My husband's at work, so I have to do it myself. Okay. Let's see where we're at. Okay, quote for the day is just a very simple quote that helps me so much. I say it often. And it is, this too shall pass. And that quote is by Persian Sufi poets. This too shall pass. We've all heard it. It may even be in the word of God. I'm not sure. But tell yourself that and believe that because these things do come to pass. They pass. Okay. I had a couple questions of the day. I gotta find them here. Let's see where I put it. Okay. One has nothing at all to do with targeting, but that's okay because we don't have to talk about targeting all day, every day, and think about it all day, every day. Um, But for some reason, this came to my mind, and I think it was because of the, uh, I don't know why. I don't even know why, but it came to my mind. And so I'm going to ask a question. Um, How old were you when you moved out of your parents' house, and what was that experience like? For some reason, I was thinking about that for myself. Um. So if you want to answer that, then go ahead. I was 19, and it was very exciting, actually, to finally get out of there. But I was always a late bloomer. My siblings, they left 17, 16. One of them was like 14 or 15, which that's too early to leave. But 
I was always a little late bloomer on everything. So I left when I was 19. Um, the experience, it was good. Had a little studio apartment, had a job. It was it was good. I enjoyed it. So what if you want to speak on that, you can. Now that I look back, oh, I think I know why I was thinking that. Because when I look back, I think I was being targeted back then. I really do. It's just going further and further back because I can think of some things that happened in my first apartment that may have may or may not have been linked to targeting. I don't know. Anyway, so that was one question. And then the second question is, do you feel targeted on these calls or in the TI community? Do you feel like you've ever been targeted? I was speaking with someone who um, feels targeted on the calls. Sometimes I feel targeted on the calls. And last week, Cindy attacked me. <laughs> because I dedicated a song to Elvira. For those of you who were here and heard that, she attacked me, um, and she said I was jealous of her or something like that, or I'm intimidated by her. And I'm like, huh, where where is that coming from? Because she typed that in the chat room. So I asked her about it, and she said, because I dedicated a song to Elvira, who apparently she doesn't like or have issues with. So that's so elementary. I don't have time for, to even go into that. But um, yeah, I feel targeted on the calls at times. Um, and I spoke with someone who actually stopped coming to the calls, which made me sad because she felt targeted on, on these calls. And it was things like she described how, I think she said she was going to, she was in her apartment listening to the calls, and she had just said, to herself that she, no, she had just gotten up to fix some food or something. And she said just as she did that, someone on the call said, oh, I'm about to go and cook or something. I forget how exactly how she described it to me. She might be coming to the call today and she could tell it herself. But stuff like that, you know. So I don't know. Like, we have to make sure we're not paranoid. I believe in coincidences. Some things are coincidental, but because so so many things in our lives are manipulated, we don't – I mean, it's hard to tell, like, what's coincidental and what is manipulation of mind control or someone just blatantly targeting you. I've, I've been targeted so much on these calls, and it just kind of, it just kind of goes over my head uh, for the most part, and if I feel like I need to address it, I will. But, um, that, yeah. So that's one of the questions. Do you feel or have you felt targeted in the community, even if it's not on these calls? Because I've had, oh, Lord, I've had so many people because of what I do and people call, get my uh, contact information from YouTube and from these calls and from word of mouth. I get I can't, I get count, countless perps on the phone, like countless. I can't even... I had a young lady the other week. She, I, she, I talked to her a couple times. She was something wasn't quite right. Um, then she sent me this text. The text was so bizarre. This was the other week. I don't even remember what it said. It was so bizarre, and I didn't even respond because I just <laughs> no, I had nothing going on. So then she called me. And I probably wouldn't have answered, but I didn't have her number locked in, so I didn't realize that the person calling was the same person that had sent the text, so I would not have answered. So I answered. She went off about how she sent me this text, and I didn't respond. And then she said, 
and I can't even talk. I have long distance. I'll I'll text you, and she just hung up the phone so abruptly. I'm like, oh my gosh, I I don't have time for these. I I don't. So for me, yes, I definitely get targeted, and I have many more stories like that. Um. So those are the questions, okay? If you want to answer how old you were when you moved out of your parents' home and what that experience was like. Um, when you look back, do you think you were targeted at that time? And also, do you feel targeted in the community? Start eight, if you would like to speak. We are not going long today, so um, if you have something to say, get it in. Get it in early. Okay, the green man in the chat room says, I'm constantly targeted by someone here now. They repeat everything I have I have been I have been up to for the last few days. Mind you, that person has been pointed out by Kyle XYZ. Okay, if you feel targeted on this call, um, and you're in the chat room or what have you, let me know. And a lot of times I will mute the person, but that's kind of tricky too because I don't necessarily see it because I don't know how people are targeted. And some of this stuff really could be coincidental. But if someone is, like, blatantly repeating everything that's happening in your life, I don't know. It's really hard sometimes to know, for me to know, like, if the targeting is happening in the chat room because we've been through all this before. Okay, Green Man says, I just ignore. Good for you. Remember, they don't want you on these calls. They don't want you to get support. So they're going to do things to try to get you away from the cause. I have one young lady, nice, nice, beautiful spirit. I've never met her in person, but her spirit was so beautiful. And she used to come to these calls. And uh, and then we, she asked me if she could call me. So we would start to talk outside of the cause, and I would try to keep her encouraged and things like that. And she was getting really strong. And then she told me that the V2K told her that I'm involved in her targeting. Now normally I don't I don't even spend too much time trying to convince. I used to, but I don't. It's like if your spirit can't pick up who I am, if you have not seen my videos and heard my stories, and if it doesn't resonate with your spirit, then there's nothing I can do to convince you <laughs> that I'm not a perp. And I I really don't spend too much time trying to figure it out, trying to explain. So but with but with her I did because she was really, really nice. So I told her I said, well, you know, have I ever done anything to trigger you? And she was like, no. I said, have I ever asked you for anything? And she was like, no. So we went through all of that. So we talked a couple more times, and then I talked to her again, and she said, they keep telling me you're a perp. They keep telling I'm like, why are you listening to these voices in your head? Are they your friends? These are not your friends. So I get that kind of stuff. Um, I get, oh, yeah. I get a lot of that. I've had several people tell me the V2K told them this and that, and I'm a perp and this and that. Why you would believe some voices in your head, I don't understand. All right, start eight. We're keeping this short today. Three Flowers in the chat room says, Renata, synchronicity is used in the targeting. I-M-O, I-M-O, I don't know what that means. Sorry, I'm not up on the acronyms. Um we should not jump to conclusion and give other TIs benefit of the doubt. Use discernment. I agree. 
Um, but I do know that not everyone has a strong sense of discernment. So if you don't have that, that's that gut instinct, that intuition. Um, God can increase that for you because we really need that. So just ask them. Um, Gold 11 in the chat room says, ignore, 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 and ignore some more. Amen. <laughs> I believe that. We get tired of taking the high road, high road and ignoring, but it is good. It is. All righty. Go ahead, Jerome. How are you? I'm good. I'm not bad. Just enjoying some late summer. It's actually hot up here now. There's a lot of weather fluctuations between hot and cold all all through the summer. So this is golden. I'm having a great time. I feel so good. Good in my bones. I feel good in my skin. I feel good about life. So, um, yeah, getting a lot of uh, sun, sunshine down here. So hope everyone is doing uh, doing good out there. And, um, yeah, I'm glad I'm on your conference calls. I always enjoy it. So, yeah, I'm going to answer some questions. Number one, uh, do I feel targeted on this con- on uh, the conference calls? Absolutely, sometimes. Um, sometimes I feel there's a little bit of belligerence uh, coming towards me in certain individuals or, you know, there's a lot of, uh, I don't know, just uh, maybe a character assassination. I'm not 100% sure. But, you know, these things uh, happen, and sometimes, you know, way back when, not as often now, when I used to call, there used to be a lot of uh, challenging and and uh, what I was saying and just trying to rip it down and stuff like that. So nonsense like that in a, in a supposed to, to be like a supportive environment shouldn't, shouldn't, be, shouldn't be happening, right? So absolutely, sometimes I am targeted in, um, in these conference calls for sure. Without a doubt. So just something that happens, and sometimes they, they target the entire group with the the noise campaigning and the sabotage and the and the you know that the the, the, the sound effects and stuff like that. So it's something that I don't know. It happens to me, and it happens to all of us. It seems that are you know actual TIs. And second question is, uh, when was I? I've I've left my my parents many times. It's um. Not really, but really, um, we had arguments, and then I'd leave, and I'd swear to gosh that I'd never come back, and I'm gonna deal with life. I've been I've been telling my parents I was gonna be leaving their house way before I was 18, and yeah, uh, when I, yeah when I was 18, I had to like calm down a little bit <laughs> and shut up. But it's um no, it's just uh, it was just a me thing, you know. Just I'm very headstrong and very stubborn. So um, yeah, I've I've left a few times. Not left, like I went to relatives' house and stuff like that, and you know, just kind of yeah, just kind of nonsense stuff like that. But um, when I finally left my parents' house, I would have to say I was uh, I was married, (laughs) and uh, you know, because my dad passed on, then I came back home to help my mom. So you know, um, I left. When I when I took on when I took my uh, my wife my my wife and my you know my mate and I just left but um, I was always close to my mom so um yeah that's 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 just the way it went um, so I left what when was it hard I don't have the exact dates but I was twenties uh, you know late uh, late twenties. Mid, mid mid to late when I left. So um, that was when I uh, really 
um, you know, left. Like, you know, I had places, but you always end up moving back home. You know, there's always that option. But when I took on a wife, then it became a little bit more real, a little bit more serious, a little bit more binding. I had to be, uh, you know, I was obligated to my wife and stuff like that. So in my mid-20s, mid to late 20s, when I moved out uh, of uh, my mom's house. Well, it was my parents' house when my dad passed on. So it was my mom's house. And yeah, it, was, it felt a little I felt a little guilty and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just something that was expected. And, and, uh, and that's just the way it went. And, uh, yeah, so it's, it's something that you don't forget because that's your mom. And you always feel like you're leaving a part of you behind, you know? Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It's, it's not an easy thing, but uh, that's why it's ingrained in my mind when I finally left. Like, there's, there's kind of like, you say you're leaving and you come back. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Like you have a you have an argument and you stay at your friends for two for two days. But some of them you move on and you say, oh, I'm just gonna move back. <laughs> because that, well, there's well, that was really at, at my parents' house. There was really no going back. They really didn't allow it. <laughs> they but, didn't. Well, Thank God, thank God my my parents were, were strict. They raised me with the belt and a stern hand. <laughs> they raised me well. And they, they put the levy to the backside. If you just step to the right a little bit, they was, they'll beat you back right right in the margin. Man. But um, as, it, as it went, they I was their flesh and blood, and they started to let into uh, maybe getting into trouble and stuff like that. So, yeah. So that's basically what I have to say, and um, happy Sunday, everyone. Hope you're doing well, and I'm still praying for Texas. I haven't checked out what's going on down there recently. I just hope they're got their stuff back together. So all all praise, all you know, all God's blessings and God's strength and guiding light be in Texas, and uh, I hope they uh, hope they put it together soon. Okay, thank you. That's all. Thank you, Jerome. Thank you. Another thing I wanted to say about uh, um, the one of the questions of the day is, how old were you when you left your parents' home, and what was that experience like? Another thing that comes to mind is I was telling my niece who, who stayed with us uh, last year. Yeah, stayed with us last year. Um, it's really important to leave home right meaning without uh, any kind of disrespect coming from you to um, to your parents. And if you did not do that, then it's important to make it right, you know, because our parents do so much for us, whether we agree with everything they did or not, um, we should we should have left home right. If we didn't, we can have that conversation with them even now. They just say, you know, I was just thinking about some things when I left home, you know, I left with this attitude or whatever. Um, and if your parents are deceased, then repent, ask God to forgive you because we're supposed to honor our, our parents. And I, I tell myself all the time, I, I didn't agree with a whole lot of things that my parents did, a lot. But at the same time, I know that I'm not a perfect parent either and that I've made mistakes. So um, none of our parents are, are perfect and it's really important to leave Leave home the right way. Hello? 
Florida. Hi, can you hear me, Renata? I can. Hi. Oh, good. It only works when I put it on speaker. This is Amber. How are you? Good, Amber. How are you? Good. I wanted to get back to the scripture that you gave us, and I love that scripture. Um, And I'll just be quick because I know you're talking about everything else. about, um, I'd say, three months before my son went on to heaven and I started to learn a little bit about what was going on, the Holy Spirit gave me not um, that scripture that you were talking about, be strong and of good courage. And okay. I love, love, love that because it says, um, have I not commanded you? It's not like maybe you can and maybe you can't. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, That's true. That's true. Yeah, it always takes me back, and I thank you so much for bringing that one up. I know when I first got born again in 85, he, the Holy Spirit gave me not by might or power, but by my spirit for a year, over and over and over. And finally, I'm like, I think I got it. <laughs> you know, yeah. Listen to you and let you can, you know, control what's going on. So, but I just wanted to thank you for putting that scripture up there and all the things you said about hearing what somebody else is going through and knowing that they're going through the same thing. You don't wish them any bad, but it really, really helps. Um, I, you know, get the hits, the direct energy hits and many other things in InfraGuard. I'm praying God is going to stop that, but they steal whatever they can or, or, you know, sabotage or rip a lot of times. And um, they took my skinny jeans, the only pair I had. And at 62, I still wanted those skinny jeans. So I went out today and I bought another pair. So watch out. Hey, man, that's right. <laughs> One day I will get some skinny jeans too. <laughs> oh, there you go. You will. Just, you look hot in those things. Some skinny jeans. Oh, yeah. good for you. Yeah, thank you. When I first put them on, I wasn't used to them, you know, but they are so comfortable. Yeah, they're real soft, easy to wear, and they just go with everything. So thank you so much for your call. We're not, I don't think I've ever really been targeted on on the call. You know, they, they do it other ways. But, you know, uh, maybe I have. I, maybe there's, I know I have in chat rooms before, even Christian chat rooms, and didn't understand till later. So, yeah. 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 Yep. Now, how well, old were you when you left your parents' home? Um, well, I ran away from home um, my sophomore year. My house situation wasn't good, and this couple took me in that were actually prior family friends. Okay. And, um, yeah, when I left there, I uh, wasn't a Christian or anything. I moved in with a fiancé. And, um, yeah, so I was probably right out of high school, 17, I guess. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah we love our freedom, though, don't we? Yes. Most definitely. <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, God bless you. Thank you for your call always, Renata, and just being who you are. Oh, thank you. Thank you yeah. so much. Yeah. You're very wise, and I'm not trying to have no reason to, to say that. Otherwise, you're very wise, and it's I know it's a discernment by the Holy Spirit, how you, you know, like the ones that call you and um, just run you over the road. I've had people come into my house that you would never believe that would do things that said they were targets, and I think they may be targets, but they just kind of went to the other side. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, unbelievable. But we just got to yeah. keep on keeping on and forget them. That's right. So. That's right. Just stay strong. Yes, be strong and good courage. <laughs> good courage, yes. Yeah. Enjoy your skinny jeans. Yep, thank you. All right, <laughs> bye-bye. Thanks, bye. You can speak again if you like. She mentioned um, She mentioned um, wisdom. Um, I always hung around wise people, older people. I would be a teenager sitting under people double my age um, just because I like to pick them for their wisdom and knowledge. And uh, we all could use some wisdom. And the Bible tells us if we lack wisdom, just ask, and he'll give it to us liberally. We need wisdom to get through this this mess. Hi, Elvira. Hi, dear. I, I just called in to give people some information the media okay. just sent to me. But they need pencil and paper real quick. Okay. It's for jobs and it's for food assistance. Oh, okay. The phone number for for jobs is twelve dollars an hour, fourteen dollars oh, an hour. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, for interrupting. Are you speaking mm-hmm. about jobs in the Florida area or? It's the hurricane areas. I think I'm not sure. They 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 the people just have to call in and see. Okay. But they offer fourteen dollars an hour, twelve dollars an hour, and twenty dollars an hour. And the phone number for that is 832-246-1395. Now, for the food assistance, it's 800-621-3362. Again, 800 800- Six two one thirty three sixty two five hundred dollars they're giving in food assistance and uh or you can email i mean uh go to this website disasterassistance.gov, dot gov dot gov so since he sent it to me, I decided maybe I should come on the call and let everybody know. No, I really appreciate that. Let me let's just call this number because if this is um well let's just call this number, you guys. Let's see if I can do it because I want to be able to okay. get this this information out. Okay, so you said eight hundred six two one three three six two. Okay. Agency. Usted se ha comunicado con la Agencia Federal para el Manejo de Emergencias. To continue in English, say English or press 1. Para personas que solamente hablen español, digan español. We have a website where you can create an account. There you can apply for disaster assistance, send and receive documents, and check the status of your application. The web address is
Okay. Um, it sounds like that's for the people in uh, Florida or, um, excuse me, for the people in um, affected by the hurricane in the uh, Houston area, in Texas, Elvira. Are you there? Yes, yes. That's yeah, what that's I say is for the like. hurricane, you know. But they still, anybody, they can also call that job line and, you know, depends on, you know. Now, what's the job line number? There's a lot of oh, work to be it. done because the job line is 832-246-1395 because okay, there's still people that do not have electricity to this day here in Florida, not far yeah. from me. We got lucky because our lines is underground. Right. So people okay, know. So Look for, for underground that. underground lines if you want to move somewhere where they have these hurricanes. So has the hurricane weather left your area or is it still there? It it, it left. It's gone, but it's, it's still, trees are still down and roofs and things like that. There's a lot of work got to be done here. Lots of it. So I guess that's why they have that job thing. I have that posted on my Facebook page as well. Okay. Well, that might be an option for for someone uh, in the TI community who's looking for an income, you know? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they probably give you shelter while you're there. Yeah. And also, uh, the food assistance is good for everybody because somebody may know somebody and that know somebody know somebody. Right, that's true. You can can pass the information along, you know, to people. So he just texted to me. So if it come from the media, I say, hey, I better put this out there. Yeah. Thank you for the yeah. information, Elvira. Oh, you're welcome, my dear, anytime. And thank you for being you, too. I enjoy your call. And I'm sorry about last week when I, I got so angry with, with um, what's her face? Cindy. Uh-huh. And I just didn't like my attitude, you know, so no, I want to just... apologize for. She, she attacked us. That's true, but I don't like... Going off like that, I'm not and gonna I shouldn't. I shouldn't let any. Shouldn't let her press my buttons that way. But she was lying on me. Anyway, thank you okay. for everything. Thank you, Elvira, for this information. I'm gonna pass it along. Thank you. Right. Okay, sir. Eight, if you would like to speak. How old were you when you left home? What was that experience like? Were you targeted back then? Also, do you feel targeted on these calls or anywhere in the TI community? Do you get the support you need in the community? Do you feel that people intentionally do and say things? Are you sure it's targeting or is it paranoia? Because some things are coincidental, I believe, but some things are not. Okay. Um, the green man in the chat room says, first time I moved, I moved right in with who I thought was my friend, um, no, a perp, and his girlfriend, who was still, 
who was and still is, surprise, surprise, a nurse. Then he says, how very convenient. Uh, Three Flowers says, what you said about parents, parents is so poignant. As we get older, we come to understand and appreciate all that our parents endure. Yeah. Some things you will never understand until you become a parent. And then it becomes so clear <laughs> that there is so much to parenting. And I know for me, I had to realize that I truly believe my parents did the best they could with what they had. You know, you have to, you have to take their life into consideration as well. Uh, my mom didn't have a mom. Her mom, well, she had one, but her mom died at a very young age. So she did the very best she could with us. My mother had a lot of children, too, so I didn't realize all that until I got older. All right, start eight. We're going to close in less than an hour. I'm just going to unmute everybody. Hello, Dee, how are you? James and Donna, how are you guys doing? Yeah, you caught me on surprise. I'm in the kitchen cooking. Oh, (laughs) what you cooking? I'm good. I, I could talk for real quick. I got water running in a five-ring circus in my kitchen right now. Okay, let me cut yeah. the All right. I'm everybody, so if you don't no, want no, it's to, cool. speak, you don't have to. It's cool. It's cool. Cause when I first moved, I mean, my talking has been lifelong, and it's been continuous and consistent. I just didn't know what it was. And in the earlier days, it equated to paranoia because that's what this target is supposed to make you feel, a paranoia. And um, within the paranoia up here in the New York City school system, because the targeting is so deep, and a lot of uh, my targeting, I told you my targeting is from birth, and um, I think about the school system a lot because the school system was used to mold us into our um, targeting because the system we use the targeting. So um with me coming into my that's adulthood. Point, Excuse me if I cut uh, you off. That's a good, that's a very good point how the school system is used to um to mold and shape you and, and to the targeting. Anyway, go ahead. Because my school system was mafia run. Um the mm-hmm. New York City Board of Education circa nineteen uh, I'd say ninety four through ninety eight. Um this the Board of Education was, um, you know, basically Marfa run, and um, they provided a lot of the targeting, and we had a lot of race issues here in New York City because we had, um, you know, during my time going in school, we had, uh, like, the race issues that we have now going on. So they would say that if you were a T.I. and had family that worked in the government as far as law enforcement, the neighborhood and everybody in the neighborhood, including the people's children, would perp you into a state of paranoia, including using the neighborhood gangs and anybody that was neighborhood enforcers, a.k.a. mayors of the block. You know, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I equated it to Martha mentality because that's what we still have up here in New York City. You know, but now realizing this program, that's all played into the targeting. And it goes into your next question, which is my first home. My first apartment is, um, you know, uh, this uh, Scatter Site Apartment Program was my first apartment for my disability housing. 
So my roommate was the Scattercide Apartment Program and their biweekly case management that has to come and see me. So for 20 years that I have been in this apartment program and lived in their three different apartments, I've had case management come in to see me monthly and biweekly for 20 years. So they have a paper trail, 20 years of paperwork on me that they use to mold this system. And I'm being experimented. What what do they ask you when they when they come to visit? Um. Well, it's it's a wellness care because you know, and I'm gonna be honest. I'm in HIV AIDS programs here in New York City, so I'm in HIV AIDS housing. And you're gonna be asked certain questions dealing with your health, your medication, your wellness, your mental health. And being a targeted individual, they use this program to hide the targeting. And, and up here, our program is called HASA. It's under the um, uh, HRA, which is um, Human Resources Administration. That's our welfare department up here. And um, for me to actually be uh, advocating for myself with good clinicians, because not everybody's been bad. I, I didn't get this knowledge just by me searching on the Internet. I've actually had good people that have worked with me point me in the right direction because they were targets too, and they didn't know it. You know, so, Renata, I've had TI clinicians work with me, and when you see your own clinicians, your providers being targeted, and then you hear about medical providers coming on the call telling you their story, yeah, it, 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 the Lord is the only way. The Lord has been the way I've been able to get through with Lord Jesus Christ and you, Renata, with your call. And thank you, sis, for doing another call today because you hold us up. You help us hold ourselves up. Thank you. To God be the glory. Thank you. And, Dean, by the way, people ask me about you all the time. You really encourage people a lot, whether you know it or not. Man, it's what I'm going through because I can't even verbalize what my B2K is telling me. It's complete horror, and it's all directed at my mother. They are continuously telling me that they want to do harm to my mother, including murder her. And that's now being you're so close to her. You're so close to her, Dee. So that's, that's, you know, they're going to try to get to you by the closest people to you. Not only that, it's the numerology, because they've been using heavy numerology with me, my grandmother's, and my mother, my mother don't notice it, but my grandmother, she was a gambling addict in the number hole, which happened to be the state of Africa. And they know that. That's why I got, that's why I got Santa Maria people chasing me with their mafia all the time because they've already taken our family members of mine. And I've been listening to Professor Martinez. Um, Ella did a call a few weeks back and had Professor Martinez on talking about the targeting that goes on here in northern Manhattan and Washington Heights. For anybody that's of, of, of Dominican and Latino descent, you you understand what I'm saying. Because the Caribbean islands, they get their own level of targeting, and it's horrible for the immigrants. You know, so that's basically what I'm saying. Hmm. Well, the, I certainly hope that you don't listen or give any validity to the voices. You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, they take opportunities on when things, like right now, I can't access my identity site to get in them on my passwords because I know they tamper them with the computer. 
So they'll use that opportunity to drill me with all type of horrible negative stuff like, yeah, we in the safe and we got all your passwords and we're going to put a note to come in and have them kick in your door because I'm reading the New York Daily News. Do you see that young girl that was sh- young man, excuse me, that was shot at Georgia Tech? No, I didn't hear about that. Okay, there was a police-involved shooting where the young man, um, last night, early this morning, he was out there on the Georgia Tech campus barefooted. And at first survey of the footage, he looked like a female. Then to come to find out he's a male with long hair in the LGBT community. The cops shot him because he had a multi-tool mini knife in his hand. And up here, we have had three police-involved shootings with mental health flavor where they have executed the mental health person because they were holding a knife. Mm. And you see what's going on in St. Louis. So it's like right now, this past week, these shootings with people holding knives with a mental health wellness check, they're using the wellness checks to execute people. And up here in New York City, NYPD just released body cam footage of their first wellness check, and they killed the guy. He wouldn't drop what was in his hand, and he had something else in his hand. They saw him holding a small knife, but he had something else in his hand. And what it was was a mini toy gun with a laser sight. And when he lifted up that laser sight and they saw the laser, they just executed him. They pumped him with 16 bullets and shot him dead oh, on camera. Gracious. So being that I read this stuff, and, you know, I'm going to take in what you say. Don't let them, you know, mess with my head with the V2K because they're with me right here in my head while I'm reading the paper because I'm not watching TV or looking at any of the major programs on the major networks. You know, I read. Well, do, I, I read. Do, do, you, do you do any shielding? Because Lala has gotten rid of the voices by using magnets. Have you ever I tried? need to get Dave Casey. I got to get Dave Casey's CD because I've been hearing y'all talk about great things about it, and I haven't gotten it yet. Yeah. Yeah, but the other shielding I do, I mean, I'm, it's minimal. I don't have any magnets. I got a few, you know, uh, a few quartz and amethyst stones and maybe a couple of harmonizers, you know, uh, organized harmonizers. That's it because I'm on this SSI budget living in New York City, and um, yeah. it's hard. I ain't been paying my rent because of the the targeting. I have to spend all my money on health and wellness because of me having a compromised immune system. And they know that. And I just had lab work done and my labs are a little off because they've been drilling me. You know, I ain't been home. I haven't been back and forth at my mother's house because, you know, when you're in your own home and you feel horrible, and I listen to y'all talk about how you're sleeping in your garage because your main beautiful bedroom, it's like a furnace. It's a microwave oven. That's what I'm living in. You know, so pray for me because I'll do my best on trying to listen to y'all and get some better shielding. Yeah. Okay, D. Always good to talk to you. I'm glad you're doing well. You too, sweetie. And I'm glad I got on the call because they tried to stop my internet. And I, listen, I got the modem laying on the bed. I got to hook it back up. They pissed me off so bad. I'm <laughs> on my iPhone right now. Thank God for having the internet on the phone. <laughs> yes, yes. That is true. All right, y'all stay up, everybody. Good to hear y'all, and happy Sunday. Thank you, D. You too. All right. Okay, everybody is unmuted. If you're not, start eight if you want to be unmuted. 
Testing one, am I unmuted? Yes, you're unmuted. Okay. So go ahead. Where where what's going on with everyone? It's um I know you guys are quiet. Any anyone wanna speak? Go right ahead. I just have to come back to star eight and press star eight. Go ahead. I wanna speak. I hear you. It's um Is someone talking? No, we have a feedback. Okay. Yeah, just um, what one of my guilty pleasures is Star Trek, so I'm I'm actually watching Star Trek as as I'm doing the conference call. Any trickies out there? <laughs> anyone? He's asking if anyone likes Star Trek. Not me. I don't. Hey, Jerome. Jerome. Yes, sir. Yeah, hey, man, how you doing? Look, man, did you, uh, did you check out uh, Dark Tower yet? Say again? Did you check out Dark Tower yet? Dark Tower. Yeah, like, uh, did, did, oh, hell yeah. That, that was a fantastic movie. You liked it, right? Yeah, I loved it, man. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I want to see it again, actually. Okay, I'm going to put everybody... Oh, the guys. Huh? Still there? Did yeah. you see it? Yeah, I, yeah, I saw it, man. Yeah. Yo, what do you mean? I saw it when it first came out. When it first day it came out. I saw it. Yeah, that's that's basically me. That's um, all the movies in the karaoke, man. <laughs> yeah. so I'm, I'm waiting for Star versus Hulk, eh? Oh. Well, did you see the uh, the trailer for that one? What's that? Hulk versus uh, Thor. Get out of here! Yeah. Did you did you see that one or did you see the commercial nah. or? No, nah, no, nah, I didn't see the trailer yet, man. Okay, yeah, right now every, everybody talking about Justice League, man. Oh ju- yeah, that too. And uh, uh, what else? Um, oh, yeah. Remember, don't feel me now. Um, what else? Uh, Versus, uh, Hulk the Black and, Panther. Uh, the Black Panther. Yeah, you damn. Yeah, <laughs> right on, man. The Black Panther. Yeah, you you got it. Yeah. Too bad you guys don't live close to each other. You know what it is? It's just one small planet, Bernada. One small planet. And if people are motivated, they can uh, they can you know they can meet up. So it's not even a big deal. Great coach or or. or no train or something like that. Huh. So, yeah, so that's one thing we should do. We should maybe once a year or once every two years just get together and have a movie time as a community to go and see a blockbuster hit or something. Hey, we're going to travel all the way across the country to go to the movies together? <laughs> well, why not? That's, that's what life is all about. Life is just about road trips and stuff like that. That's true. Why not? But we have to, yeah, if, we, if we travel all the way across the country, we're gonna have to do some activism before we go to the movies. We can active. We can do some activism and uh, some Chinese food and movies. Make it a day of, uh, you know, just getting to, uh, you know, share um, the life experiences, what we're going through. You know, just uh, help we each should, other out and 
And, uh, you yeah. know, start, what, what do you call it? We can do some activism, activism and uh, support each other and just forget about uh, this, this demonic uh, targeting for a bit. You know what we should do? We should, we should plan a trip to Vegas, somewhere like Vegas. I have to get back to y'all. I'm about to make an order. Okay. I'm in Boston, I'm in Boston Market. Yeah, okay. We should um, plan a trip to Vegas or something. I don't gamble, but there's still entertainment there without gambling. Yeah. And the beautiful hotels and stuff. Yeah. yeah. The only thing, the only thing that, uh, the only thing that you'd have to understand is that I only gamble with twenty bucks. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't gamble. I don't gamble. So, well, I'm not gonna say I don't ever gamble because when I hear yeah. that, when I hear the lottery is really, really high, I will buy a lottery ticket. So. That is con- considered gambling, but I, if I go to Vegas, I don't, I don't gamble. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't like losing my money. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's, that's why. That's why I only do twenty bucks, and twenty bucks. That's like, what would that be? That's that's like eggs and bread and ramen and some cucumbers, maybe a salad. So even that, I give grudgingly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And that's gonna go real fast in Vegas. So. Oh heck, heck yeah, yeah. Okay, well, you guys are not very talkative today, and I did say we were gonna end early because I had to take my daughter to work. So, uh, yes. Hi, it's Lauren. How are you? Good, Lauren. How are you? I'm, I'm hanging in there. A little, little tired at times, but I'm hanging in there. Yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I'm getting a little tired. I woke up early today. Went to bed late, trying to train myself <laughs> on something. Yeah, I get stuck on. I, I like to learn things, and I I I find these things to train myself on, and then it'll take me forever to figure it out. But I won't stop until I get it figured out, and then I burn myself out. So that's where I am today. Very tired. <laughs> I know. I know that's right. Um, Renata, if, if I have your permission, can I announce, because I think I heard uh, Dee from the New York City area speaking, um, and all of you, of course, Professor Martinez, she's worked out a lot of her issues, and she's going to be on the call. We're going to kick off this call. She'll be on this Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. That sounds good, and I'm glad things are working out for her, too. Well, stabilizing a bit, you know, that we all continue to fight. You know how it is, Renata. They never let us go, you know. Right. They're, they're pretty evil to activists. They really are. They're very mean to us. Very, very mean. But things are looking up for her a bit, huh? Uh, stabilizing. She's able to move and her mother's stabilizing a bit. We talk. Uh, she's been through a lot of pressure because there's been days I haven't heard from her. We have to contact each other on Facebook because they're messing. Well, they're messing with both of our phones, but especially hers. You know, yeah, and yeah. so it's you know it's been really stressful, very stressful. I'm sure. So that call is Wednesday. Uh, yeah, that's going to be September 20th. It's Wednesday evening, 6 p.m. on Talkshoe. And my code now is one four four seven seven one, one four four seven seven one. And if any. Body's interested. I'm doing a short call tonight. I hope you can join in, Renata. It will be a kickoff of my end time. And it's 6 o'clock Eastern Time today. And the same code, 144771. About Bible prophecies, the end times I feel we're living in. Thank you. Thank you, Laura.
and I will try to join in. What time did you say today? Uh, both of the calls are uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's 3 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. Okay, 3. Okay, all right. I'll definitely try to call in. Okay, thank you so much, Renata. You're welcome. Okay. Hi, Renata. Hi. Hi. This is Cheryl. Oh, How are you doing? Yeah. This Good, is Cheryl. Girl. How are you? Hi. I'm fine. I, I just wanted to be a part of something today. <laughs> so I was just well, listening. Welcome. But... Welcome. You're part of part of the TI community. Thank you. Okay, I'm part of something. <laughs> so Cheryl, Cheryl, I mentioned this um, today. We're going to close early today, but um, our question, we have two questions of the day. One is, how old were you when you moved out of your parents' house? What was that experience like? And the second one was, did you feel targeted in the TI community, which I told you we would talk about that. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'll answer the second one because, yes, I'm targeted by TI, okay? And um, I'm very leery about going to these phone conversations because the last phone call I went to, they were fighting amongst each other. And I said, oh, Lord, I got to. I had enough of that. So, yes, I, for me, I know you said that everybody's not in on my targeting, but for me, it, that's not true for me. Every single person, if they're not in on it, the next time I meet them, they're acting different. But, they, Cheryl, they but Cheryl, okay, hold on a second. You have to think rational, really, because everybody is not in on your targeting. I know it feels that way. I'm not in on your targeting. Most of these people on this call is not in on your targeting, nor will we ever be in on your targeting. So I know it feels like every single person. It feels that way to me, too. It feels that way to most of us. But reality is not that way. That's how they make us not trust anybody. They want us to think everybody. I can guarantee you I'm not in on your targeting. You know what I mean? So it's not not everybody. It's I'm a large, it could be that. a very large amount of people because with me there is a large amount of people, oh, and, people. And, and people who who I who I you know do get friendly with they end up turning them too. So I do know what you mean, but it, yeah. in reality, it's not every single person. It's really not. Well, if I can be frank with you. Uh-huh. My mind has said Renata is targeting you, and I'll go away from the call. And then when I get lonely, I come back. Then my mind says Renata in on it too. And then I go away. And then I come back when I get so lonely. I say if she is in on it, I don't care. I need somebody to talk to. <laughs> and you know what? That's okay. I, I I can take it. We were just talking about that before you got on the call. I was saying on the I was saying that so many people tell me that, like, the V2K, subliminal messages and things like that tell them that I'm in on their targeting. Most of the time, you have to you have to step back and you have to think, what has this person done to show me that they're in on my targeting? You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it'll be something like, okay, they said something that's familiar to me or, or something like that. You know what I mean? But coincidences do happen. I mean, I'm not in on your targeting, but I'm not going to really spend any time trying to convince you of that because that's something you have to, you know, (laughs) I haven't done anything to you. But I know how these people operate. They want people. That's part of my targeting, too, 
is that they really turn people against me. That's a big part of my targeting. They really ostracize people from me. I don't know if if it's because I'm the type of person that like to help people or I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's just targeting. I guess I'm never going to find a rhyme or a reason for it. Um, nor do I really care because I just have to do what I know God has me doing. So, no, I'm not well, in your targeting. Oh, okay, I'm glad you said that. I'm glad. So now I can come back more frequently and not be thinking Renata's in on it too, okay? Okay, so let me ask you this, Cheryl. What what have I done to make you think that I'm in on your targeting? What has happened? Okay. It's not hurt my feelings because I hear it all the time. Okay, like the time that I said I was writing that play, okay? Remember that? I said I was writing a play, and I said that the, the one of the characters was going to be a perp, and then at the end they're going to tell him to go straight to the FEMA camp. And I said mm-hmm. I was like writing like I was interviewing him. Okay. Then it seemed like you turned around and started interviewing me. <laughs> you like, remember that? What did I do interview him? That's what you started doing. You started asking me a lot of questions. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to be careful with that. I ask a lot of questions. I'm a person, I like to understand things. So I ask a lot of questions because, to be honest, I don't feel like I understand things on a level that a lot of people understand. I think that I'm, I can be considered a slow learner sometimes. That's just me. That's probably just me. But I feel that way. So, And I seek understanding. I seek deep meanings of things, you know, and I like to conversate with people who I'm comfortable with. And so I don't mean any offense. I just was asking questions because I wanted to – it was interesting and I wanted to understand. Oh, okay. You see, I'm, they got me. They got me why I can't trust a doggone soul. Yeah, I, I don't, when, I, when I walk out of my house, I don't speak to nobody. People be saying, miss, miss. I don't say nothing. And yeah, people, I, like I, look, I look that crazy. Yeah. Hello? Yeah. Yes. I okay, but say, I, I just uh, have to chime in and say, you know, I was still alive. Okay, and, and um, that guy from New York that he said something about the housing and stuff. Uh-huh, quick, D. I'm in the same situation. I'm on Social Security. I'm on a housing program. I got a case manager. She comes by, and you know, I'm I'm everything he said. I'm going through the exact same thing. You know, with my housing and everything. So yeah. we we met him. We just alike. And Cheryl, um, I think it was you. I don't think you mind me saying. I think it was you that told me that they're working on doing away with um, Section Eight, and that a lot of places yeah. don't have Section Eight anymore. Do you want to share that with those? Uh, yes. Uh, with the people. If you go on YouTube, and you will see that some women crying because they got letters saying that they've been kicked off of Section Eight. Or they got letters from their, the management saying you got 30 days to move because we no longer taking Section 8. And that trend is moving towards the California because uh, nowhere in Sacramento is they taking Section 8. And people out here are crying because they're losing their vouchers because they can't find a place. So uh, Trump is trying to get rid of uh, housing and food stamps. Oh, that's too bad. 
Yeah, so it's really getting sad out here. Um, I'm in a little box. I'm in a, it ain't even a, a apartment. It's a box. And I think I'm paying like 800 for this. But that's all I can find. Can I say something? Yes. That's too bad. Yeah, go ahead, Lala. There, okay. The problem is with Section 8 is that there was a rule. My mom said it starts in Europe, and she said the housing market is going to drop again, but it hasn't reached over here yet. But what, what regarding to Section 8, what you have to do, they still accept Section 8, but you have to go and there's a list, and you have to go and find the places, and you have to actually get on the waiting list. So, like me, I have to move because my apartment is defective. This is a brand-new unit, but it got electrical problems and a whole bunch of internal problems and stuff like that. But um, they called me for another unit. My name came up on the, I'm on the waiting list. But I have to, that's what you have to do with Section 8. You have to always think, you know, put yourself on waiting list regardless if you already have a place because by the time, you know, something else happens there, then you may have to uh, move, but then you'll have a backup plan because you already got yourself on a whole bunch of lists. So that's the thing with Section 8. You've got to just call around, and then some of them say that the list is closed. Some of them say uh, it's seven months or to a year or whatever. So I got one that says seven months, but they called me. My lease is up in October, but they called me last month, and I was mad because I couldn't take it because I was still under this lease. So they still got me on the waiting list, so I just got to wait. But that's in Metro Cordova. But there are places out here that, that still continue to take, uh, they have certain units that take Section 8, and then when that unit is available, uh, then they will uh, call you and let you know. But you're right that, like, they do stupid stuff, like if you come out, like say if they have an appointment with you, and you miss, like, they, they're, okay, like, for instance, they'll tell me, we'll be out there from 8 to 5 to inspect. And then you have to literally cancel your appointment and, and your, 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 all your appointments for that day and for your daughter. Like, if she's going to school, you got to pretty much uh, uh, tell them that she can't go to school because you got to sit there literally and wait for them because they give you two chances, not three. Because the second time they come out, they said, we came out again and you wasn't here. The third letter is you're terminated, automatic, straight up. No, we ain't arguing about this. It's over. So you have to be careful. So what I do when I get to my the first letter, I make sure the second one that I don't go nowhere, and I make sure that my daughter's out of school that day. Someday I'm not going to have to have Section 8. I thank God. I mean, thank God. You know, but... Okay. Um, uh, I don't I don't to... Yes, go ahead, go ahead. Um, that happened to me. I went to a, a program for rehabilitation, and the case manager forgot to tell them that I was in treatment. And they came out three times to inspect my place. And on that third time, they put a letter up saying, we're kicking you off the program. And I had to go down there and appeal and all that stuff. So that is true. That happened to me. Yeah. But what I wanted to say was um, regarding to the targeting with Renata, like I know when I first came in on the show and um, she was one of the people I was talking to, and I remember they used to tell me a lot of awful things about her through V2K, and I used to tell her, 
and then they used to try to tell me to tell her, like they would force me to tell her that her husband was cheating on her and all this stuff. And she's like, I heard it all before, you know. So I know how these people work, but thank, thank y'all. And I, one thing that I do appreciate about this call, this call has made me so strong. If it wasn't for Renata, you know, even though we have a really good friendship, if it wasn't for Renata, I wouldn't be where I'm at now. Like I had, I, I was, I was, I was really bad condition when she met me. I was like on the verge of like wishing I was dead. You know what I'm saying? I was in a really bad place. You know, the first person that gave me was Amy, and then Amy for some reason stopped answering her phone because she wanted me to come to Mississippi or so. And I don't have money where I can just get up and go like that, you know. And then I called back, and he gave me Renata's number. And ever since that day, we hit it off. But they, yeah, they, they, they were telling me to shoot the perp and all this stuff. For some reason, I didn't believe it. Like, you know, just talking to some people, sometimes you can read their spirit. And you could tell that, you know, you could tell something about that person. So I didn't believe. I didn't believe what they were saying. But I do also know that they can put all of us under well, my control, and and we do things that we don't even we're not even aware that we say or may may be doing. You know, I do know that they do that. You know, so I I do appreciate this call because I am in a good space right now, and I got my two magnets on my tempo. I keep saying I'm going to do a video. I need to do two more videos, and that's going to be it because I don't have nothing else to share with y'all other with the the magnets on your tempo, and that's a faster rate. And today I looked at my email, and I have 20 people saying that some of them said that when they put the magnet on, it stopped immediately. Some of them said it was like 20 messages, thank you, Lala, thank you, thank you. And I was just so excited. I had to call Renata and let her know. I couldn't believe, you know, like that makes me feel good that I'm helping other people. Because I know for a fact that these magnets work. And these ma- these magnets got something of God, in, of Yah in it. I'm, I'm, I'm on a different direction in my life where I'm trying to not use labels. So I have to say Yah. But I know that Yah, the, the creator of the universe, got something in the magnets where, like, pain, like, if I get pain, it's just, you, you feel like one, two, three, one, two, three, and then it's gone. There, I had a lot of problems. Look, I had many holograms. I had B2K. I had seven, eight different recorders in my head. I had email text messages to the brain. They gave me everything. You understand? I don't have none of that no more. None of it. Yeah, I was telling D. I was telling D, um, who gets to be too play. I was telling him that you had great success with the magnet, so he's gonna try it. Yeah, and it take, the thing is, it's not gonna happen overnight because these people have been doing this to us for a very long time. Even my heart, they was in the process of giving me a heart attack. The heart attack, I, I felt the heart attack go backwards and leave. All my headaches they were giving me, I got backward headaches, and they all left. I don't get none none of that no more. Only thing they do is the gang stalking, but they have to. They know I go to church on Sabbath, so they come in here like today. We just found a nail because Samaria put a hole in her closet door. So what they did was they sent somebody to come in here and they put a nail in the wall so that I can accuse Samaria of not getting my deposit back when I get out. 
I saw it immediately. I knew it was something that they had did. I knew that she wouldn't do nothing like that. Yeah. You know, but I let God deal with that because he knows the truth, and he's been protecting me, and he's protecting us. And I know that whatever they're trying to do, it, they, it's no longer affected. I'm to the point right now, a full-blown demon, which I know he's not allowed to come in my house, if he was sitting right here next to me, I'd be like, are you real or, or, or what? You know, because that's how... I used to be very afraid, and I'm not afraid anymore. I'm not afraid of anything, to be honest with you, at this point. This is how they have made me. When they do they, they did damages to my car, I just look at it, and I just let it go, because I know y'all's going to bless me with something else. No matter what they do to me, I don't let them get to me no more, because I know the Creator is going to take care of me. I know I am under the, the, the power, you know, under the Creator's power. Like, I was telling Renata, like, I think it was last week, I was sitting here taking a nap, and all of a sudden, I heard, I was right about to wake up, and I heard two men, I don't know if they were actual demons, or if they were actually the, the CIA, or remote viewing, whatever you want to call them, I call them the CIA, and they said, man, we better get out of here, we better hurry up and get out of here, and I lock everything when I'm asleep. I lock myself in. I lock everything. And I heard it just as clear, and I woke up. And um, that tells me that something was coming, and they didn't want to deal with it. So when I got up, I checked everything, and everything was locked. So I know that these people cannot harm me. So bottom line, what I wanted to say is Renata's a very good person. She's, a, she's my best friend. I have learned a lot from her. If it wasn't for her, I would not be where I'm at. I would not be. If it wasn't for this call and, and you guys been on here, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at because I'm in a really good place, and I'm helping other people, and I'm doing it for free. I don't charge no fee. I'm doing it from the bottom of my heart because I don't want to see anybody suffer. I get perked. You know what I'm saying? They call me, oh, you still crazy? You know, you know, they say all kind of, you know, but I'm learning. I just delete that message, and I only let positive things go on my page. I ain't got time for that because I know they're trying to stop me. That's all Thank I got to say. Thank you, Lala. Thank you for the nice things you said. Um, and I just, you know, <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys, this these examples with these, you know, with people saying, oh, not as perfect me or whatever, this is one of the main ways they target me. But I just have to accept it because I am determined to live my purpose. And my purpose is to encourage people and to share the good news of God and for and, and to let people know that there is hope. That's my purpose. And if I have to go through the persecution and people saying, oh, not as a perp, then so be it. But I know who I am. I know who I am. And it's through this program who I who the Lord has the Lord has used this program as a vehicle for me to really understand who I am and to understand my purpose. So for those of you who feel that I'm in on your target, just 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 take a step back and just really look and examine the situation. Like I used to tell Lala, Lala shared, I, I don't think I've ever shared that, how Lala used to tell me um, the things that the V2K would say. 
And they would really try to turn her against me, which they do with everybody. They try to turn people against me. Um, But I used to tell Lala, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Don't tell me what they say because that's one of the another one of the things they would do to me is people who would give V2K because I'm not listening to that madness. I'm never going to listen to it. Um, they would send messages to me from other people who would get the V2K. And I always stop them because I don't want to hear it. Let me tell you, when you get no subliminal messages or V2K or even if somebody's walking up to you telling you stuff that don't mean you no good, just like I used to tell Lala, don't entertain that. Don't entertain that. That is Satan himself sending a message to you. Why would you entertain it? They they don't mean you any good. Those are not your friends. Lala would tell me stuff. Oh, they told me to tell you your husband's cheating. Uh, I don't want to hear that because you know what? If he is, which I don't believe he is, it, the information is going to come to me. I don't go looking for nothing. I don't need to. It's going to come to me. So I don't I don't entertain anything because I know that these people are into division. I know that these people, and that's for anybody who's married or in a relationship, the information going to come to you. Believe me, if you are a praying woman or man of God, it's going to come to you. You don't have to go looking for nothing. And the Lord is going to direct you on what to do from there. So no, I don't. I don't care what V2K is telling anybody anything about Renata. Just like those perps put those uh, put that note on my car. I took that note off my windshield and I threw it on the ground because I don't care. These people do not have me in their best interest. They are the enemy. They can't tell me nothing, nothing. And why would they tell you anything useful? Just think about that. Why would they tell you anything that's going to help you? They're your enemy. They're not going to tell you anything to help you. Everything they tell you is to harm you, to separate you from people who are trying to help you, to keep you in isolation. That's what it's about. Don't entertain the enemy at all, period. That's my advice to anybody. I'm going to be okay. I've already determined if I had to walk this earth alone with no children, no husband, no nobody, then it's going to be me and God. And when I can't walk anymore, it's going to be footprints in the sand, and he's going to carry me, and I'm going to keep on going until he say different. That's just the way it is. So, you know, you guys can listen to whoever, but I'm telling you they're trying to separate you from support. That's what they're trying to do. They want to keep you in isolation and by yourself. That's what all of this distrust is about. Most TIs, we don't trust. We don't trust people. I have trust issues as well. I do because people turn on me all day, every day. But I have to stand with God. I have got to do what I know God is calling me to do, and that is to help other victims. That's what I have to do. Just like Lala just described, once once Lala got to the place where she wanted to be, uh, or where, where where God led her with the targeting out of that V2K. Lala, I'm a witness. Lala was tortured with those voices. But one thing I can say about Lala, from the day I met her, Lala was looking for solutions. She used to do the um, the Oregon, I think it was, and some. Uh, she was always looking for solutions. She was never going to be content with them voices in her head. And we used to talk all the time, all the time, all the time. I helped her to see some things. She helped me to see some things. The Lord used us. We formed a friendship really quickly. And now it's been some years. And I thank God for Lala because she keeps me encouraged. I try to keep her encouraged. That's good enough for me. 
<clears throat> that's good enough for me. <laughs> I'm I'm good. You know, anybody who whatever I'm telling you, don't don't listen to those voices. Those are not your friends. Those are not your friends. Those are the enemy. I'm telling you. And you got to know how this program works. You have to know that they use things that are so close to reality. All of this targeting they do, let's take the color red, how they torture all these people, thousands of people with the color red. Don't you know red is just another color? It's another color. It's the same thing as like trigger words. If somebody says something, if somebody is conditioned to um, to be triggered by the word hello, believe it or not, some people are triggered with the word hello because they, they use it to target this person with, right? That's a word that people use every day. So if I come to you and say hello, you're going to think I'm targeting you? Like you have to know how this program works, and you have to have discernment so that you could really know Use that spiritual eye. First of all, you got to be walking with the Lord to even get into some of this knowledge because everybody is not going to be privy to the knowledge that God has given to his saints. So once you're a saint, you're going to get some inside uh, uh, knowledge on some things. And you will, your spirit will pick up who's right and who's wrong. What have this person done to you? Have they tried to help you? Have they tried to hurt you? You know what I'm saying? There are people that say things to me that are, or do things to me or wear a certain thing. Um, that the perps do to me. But I kind of know, or I kind of will give them the benefit of the doubt, you know what I'm saying, to say, nah, they're trying to make me think this person is in on my target. I'm going to just keep an eye on it. You know, I'll keep a watchful eye on it. And sometimes I determine, yep, they, they definitely are in on my targeting, so I'm good. I'm cutting them off. But sometimes it's no. It's no. This is these people being manipulative, and calculating and trying to separate me from people. They want me and you all alone so they can have their way. So they can have their way. Don't go for it. I'm telling you, even with your family members, with people at work, with whoever it is, I'm telling you, they're trying to separate you from people so they can have their way so you can just be theirs. If you are unmuted, go right ahead and speak. Hello. Hello. Can you hear Hello? me? Yes. Is that Samantha? Yes. Okay. Your phone is a little bit uh, cracking up, but go ahead. Okay. Wait. Let me see if I can. Can you hear me now? Yes. Uh huh. Hello. Yes. Yes. Go ahead. I have a sales card. I have a sales card on the line, but um, I actually had a. One of the um, targeted individuals uh, that I've been talking to one last week, well, we talked about four hours, and they told her that I was a target, and and it kind of really like took me for a loop, even though I know that. Wait, wait, hold that. on, hold on, hold on. They told her that you were a target or a perp. A, a perp, I meant to say. I was perping her, not to trust me, and she cut off all um, contact with me now. And I know the tactics that they do use, but me and this person, we, we had, that was the report, uh, prayed for one another and everything, and they really, like, really tricked her concerning me. I respect what she wanted. You know, I cut off the communication or whatever, 
But that's all I wanted to share. I never felt targeted, but I was accused of being a person. And that can be very hurtful. That can be very hurtful because you know who you are. But I'm going to tell you, most true targets are going to be um, accused of being a perp at one time or another. So just develop a thick skin because that's the way it is. And then put it in your mind how it works for you. Because for me, I have to, even though it hurts, I have to say, Lord, thank you because I know you separating me. Because I don't want anybody in my life who's not supposed to be there, period. I spent a lot of time putting in a lot of work in this community, years, a lot. I get people Mm -hmm. calling me all the time. So I don't have time to waste. It's like, okay, if you don't want to be bothered with me, then I don't need to be bothered with you either. It's okay. You know, Mm -hmm. I pray for people like that because I see what the enemy is doing to them. I see what the enemy is doing, trying to keep them further isolated until they have nobody. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And it, we have we have trust issues in this community. We do. We really do. It's understandable. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything they do. But hey, you got to shake it off, shake the dust off your feet, keep it moving. Right. Mm-hmm. Got to respect people's wishes. I mean, I do. When people start backing off, I just let it happen. You know, some people I feel closer to than others, so I may attempt to try to figure it out. But you know, for the most part, you just gotta let them let them do what they need to do to take care of themselves. You know. Mhm. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, the lines are open. You guys, go right ahead. And if you are uh, muted, start eight if you want to speak. Yeah. Hi there. It's uh, me. Yeah. Hi. It's, um... Yeah, it seems like I got the echo today. So, yeah, it's uh, what you said is the truth. It's uh, watch. I don't know. You got to know that these people they don't mean any good towards you or your life. They want mm-hmm. to um, they want to reduce your uh, this TV here. They want to reduce your uh, your existence and your uh, your energy. You know they. Right. Your friends, like you said before, you know, they're not friends to you. They just want to see you bleeding, sobbing, and uh, and hurting. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to conceptualize why, you know, someone would want to harm you or reduce your life or your existence. It's hard mm-hmm. to conceptualize because, you know, it's just one human race and it's just one kind of... Uh, Earth family is supposed to be that's God's big plan, but man has you know has other plans. He's got different agendas, agendas that's motivated by greed and and hatred. And it's hard to know where some people are coming from sometimes. But um, you know, you just gotta make make sure you understand the situation, and then don't, don't underestimate it. Don't don't fear it because there's nothing to be afraid of because God, you know. Fight on the side of good, and we're fighting on that side. You know, we we we're not to, we didn't uh, initiate, and we didn't try to uh, uh, you know hurt anyone. We didn't try to harm anyone. We just we just people of circumstances. And when we're putting right. this thing, but just realize what this thing is. It's it's a, it's a reduction program. It's a to try and bring you down, to bring your life down to zero, to bring your life down to zero bring your existence down to zero. So, um, 
you know, I'm a, I'm a fun-loving person, and I try every day to put this thing behind me, you know, with my movies and whatnot, and they, they're they really hard on the karaoke, man. They're hard on the karaoke, but they know that that's a good, they know that's a good frequency. They know that's a right. good frequency. Yeah, so they attack it with all, all their zest and zing, but I'm still doing it. Oh, I'm still enjoying my karaoke, and I'm still carrying on with, uh, you know, uh, with um, with what I need to do as a as, as a person, just to, uh, oh, just to keep it a certain way, you know, just um, just to try and hold hold on to a to a you know to a normal life. <laughs> You know, they they want your life to be like bizarre and then turn it into a circus or, or this and that. But, um, you know, I still find the magic. I don't know if I'm coming across like a Yahoo, but I still find the magic in life. You know, mm-hmm. like like just going to a blockbuster movie or, you know, just going to uh, the movies and just uh, seeing it in a, see a movie in 3D or just treat yourself extra nice because what they're doing is not very nice. You know what they're doing to us is not very nice. So when I when I go out, I treat myself very nice. You know they're violating our boundaries and our you know our human rights and and it seems like they're getting away away with it for now. But they're not getting away with it because the book says in the end they lose. So it's just a matter of holding the line. It's just a matter of knowing where things are. It's just a matter of keeping the faith. You know, a person without faith has nothing. A person without faith has a casket and just longing for death. So if you don't have faith, you have you have nothing. If you have no faith, you have no hope. So you have to hold on to faith and hope and just know that for every dark day, there's going to be a brighter tomorrow, right? It's just that you've got to keep on going on. The devil has no power. Who's the devil? Ask yourself who the devil is. I, someone, you know... People that know the Bible know who the devil is. Who's the devil? I, it's going to shock you. Most people forget that the devil is also the son of God, right? The, the devil is also the son of God. So the father is father of us all. The father is even father of the devil. The father gave you know life to the devil, right? So don't put your trust in the devil. That's just the son of the father, right? Put your trust in the father, right? And the father said in the end that they that the devil will lose. The son, the mischievous son, the belligerent son, the hateful son, will lose the conflict, will lose the war. The people that put their faith in him are in for a rude surprise. Right? People that put their faith in the devil, they will come to the realization that they made a big mistake, a gigantic mistake, right? Because the son is the son, but the father is the father. Right? So yeah, people, that don't get it twisted. Just know where you are and just, uh, you know, don't let this uh, uh, targeting control your life. Um, keep your life. Keep your life fun. Whatever whatever, uh, whatever turns you on, you know, like running through the forest or just, you know, wading through a stream. Do it now. Like, this is life. Yeah. These, are, these, are the, these are the living years, right? So don't wait for when I stop being targeted, then I will. Just do it now and just uh, have a good time doing it. Go to movies and sit in the park. Buy some grapes and, and sit in the park and eat them slowly in front of a, in front of a river. Do something, you know, good for you. Get you know? some bread and feed the birds. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, I never told you that I, I adopted a little, uh, it was very bizarre, but I'll share this moment with you. It was a little baby bushy tail, little squirrel. And I think it fell out of the nest because I saw it two, uh, like maybe a week or so ago. A week or two or three weeks ago, I saw like the, the, the mother or some squirrel that was squished in the road. And I didn't think much of it because it happened every day. But what I what I did find very strange was the fact that there was that little baby squirrel that was hanging around afterwards, right? So mm-hmm. and it was following everyone. So um, I did, I left it alone, thinking that the mother was close. And then the like two or three days later, I came back out, and it was still, but you know, hanging around. I don't know how it stayed alive. Maybe for the grace of the other squirrels, they're helping it along. But um. Eventually, I got enough courage, and I, 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 you know, put it in a box and brought it upstairs, and I I was just nursing this thing. I, I nursed it back to I gave it some water and some food and stuff like that. And uh, it was just, it just felt very good to be involved in, in sustaining someone's, you know, some creature's existence. You know, it helped. It, made, it, it promoted a lot of different feelings in me. It, I, I felt more lighthearted. I felt more, I felt a uh, different kind of energy. Because you're helping this this along, so it felt good. So yeah, I thought that's I'd so share that. That's yeah, nice. Um, Thank you, Jerome. Yeah, you're welcome. Oh yeah, that's, that's all. Okay. okay uh, let me read from the chat room, and then whoever wants to speak can speak. We're gonna end really soon, so if you want to say something, say it. Uh, Donna in the chat room, see it. Oops, said that. Oh, Donna in the chat room says, I'm not against you, Renata. I am for you. That's so sweet. I'm used to being, I'm used to people being against me. Trust me. That is one of the main ways they target me. Talk about uh, isolation. Lord have mercy. They really um, have a serious smear campaign going on with me. But it comes with the territory. You know, when you're trying to, trying to live for God and, and live your purpose and, and do what's right and help people, they're going to come against you. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Just expect it. All right. Did anybody else want to say anything? Oh, D wanted to say something. Hi, D. I just have to shout Jerome back out because um, everything he said, Dude, even especially the part where, you know, just go buy a bag of grapes and go sit in the park and eat them slowly and watch the people go by. (laughs) I used to, (laughs) yes, I used to do stuff like that. I used to go to the park and just hang out. And then, um, you know, it's like for everything I used to do, now I'm knowing the target and I realize why I don't do it because, um, you know, for every good day that I had in the park, I had three bad days because they would come in my apartment and dose my food. So I don't get out as much the way I used to unless I have my food pack in my shopping cart. So um, what I do now, I mean, it's tedious, but I do it. I pack my food in thermal bags and empty in my refrigerator and take the shopping cart with me, and I go out and have fun with my shopping cart and my fridge full of food. And yeah, um. Yeah. You know, the thing about it is I've been questioned and I've had people concerned and care about me question my mental health, my mother, and clinicians at my clinic. Because I even brought my shopping cart full of my home food into my clinic. 
And I was questioned, and I wasn't surprised. I was expecting it. I was waiting for one of them to question, why are you coming in here with your shopping cart full of food all the time? Is everything all right? Did you lose your apartment? Are you homeless? I'm like, no, I'm fine. I just went food shopping. And, you know, unfortunately, I got a lot of them, but that's how I have to spin it off to stay up out of mental health care. You know, so, Jerome, thank you for that, because I'm going to pack my shopping cart up, and tomorrow I'm going to go sit in the park and feed the birds and eat some grapes with my food. <laughs> no, I'm serious, because as long as the elevator in my fifth-floor apartment building work, because this is where the level of targeting and it's not personal to me, it's it's affected to the community. My my elevator goes out frequently, and um, we get trapped up here. You know, disabled folk, pregnant people, and anybody that's got durable medical equipment that need the elevator, you can't do nothing. And then uh, the perps dig in because that's a prime opportunity for the perps to act out, and they do. They perform, and they tamper with the elevator. So, you know. God bless y'all, and God bless you, Renata, Jerome, and everybody else on this call, because, you know, just to listen to y'all, you help us hold each other up as a community, and I'm so grateful to just be here on the call, Renata, with yeah. you and all of y'all. Well, so, you so yo, much. big up to you, Jerome. Go, go give me some grapes and cherries. <laughs> <laughs> all right, good. Now, somebody um, press star eight, and I unmuted them. Was that you, Donna? What's that? Did you have something to say? Um, I think a lot of the problem with everybody is that we're all looking at each other like we're enemies, and uh, no one has all the answers, so if we could look at each other maybe like uh, uh, not a friend or a foe, just look at each other as we're like human beings and think about what people are saying, and don't let things trigger you so much. Just... You know, accept yeah. people, take what you can use and leave the rest. Yeah. And uh, you know what really, of course, really, 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 so obvious, obvious. Well, you know what, but I even, really encourage yeah. people to know the goals of this program because isolation is a huge goal. So when, when you think that somebody's perping you or doing something against you, just just think about the fact that they want to separate you from people. That's it. And so maybe it's not the person doing something against you. Maybe it's their way of trying to get you away from people, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Our Rockaway did that. Yeah. It's COINTELPRO, you guys. It's COINTELPRO. Oh, you had to do a cut the A train off and leave our asses not able to get through Nassau County. Keep the infighting oh, going. The rest of the city, and we would learn it and be treated like it. Go ahead, Donna. Donna, keep going. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know. I I just feel like, you know, like last week the call just depressed me. It was really not Renata's call last week. And uh, I had just gone to church. Hallelujah. You mean on this call? It. This call? This call here? Yeah, last week was really depressing for me. It was Cindy. Okay, was that it? Yeah. There was okay. the stuff with Cindy because she carried over to another call and did the same thing. Oh, uh, yeah. Cindy. That's she did right. it to my call. Yeah, she, she started drama. Yeah, she sure did. Are you disappointed well, she because. Her needs therapy. 
Donna, I feel for you, sweetheart, because, Renata, I'm going to tell you this. Last week, and I hung up on the call, and, uh, like uh, 70 minutes into the call, when Cindy got at the height of her madness, and it was out of the respect of your call, because I know, like Donna just said, that wasn't your call last week. Cindy took over the call, and you gave her the forum like you normally do, being therapeutic, and Cindy stepped right into what you did. And she co-opted the call, and it got disgusting. And you are so democratic and civil, and I commend you for that. That takes a lot of strength because you are not negative to her. You gave her ample time to have the floor to let her know that we're trying to help you. This is a therapeutic community, but she just went in. And I couldn't take it no more because, you know, I've come from, you know, Narcotics Anonymous, Alcoholics Anonymous, therapeutic groups, PTSD groups. I mean, you name it, I've been to every group. And, you know, the basis is respect the group. Don't come up in here and be attacking people, and that's exactly what she did. But, you know, the reason why she attacked me, and there, there it goes again, it's always it, it's the kind of stuff they do to me and my target. But she attacked me because I dedicated a song to her brother. Yeah. That was ridiculous. That was ridiculous. Yeah, because it was okay. sidebar stuff that had gone on, and it's been going on for months, months, because Elvira is in a very sensitive, bad situation, and whatever had gone on with the transpire of monies, I mean, you know, I even think back to when FFCHS was still operating, and Shelly or whoever that lady was that had the Saturday call dissolved the call and took the password. You yeah. know, it's... Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's the targeting. I kept saying that was COINTELPRO. And whatever Cindy's going through, that's her V2K. And I go through it, too. I have discussed in V2K, and I have to sit on these calls and regain my humanity to know that, okay, what's going on? It's a system. It's an artificial intelligence system designed to get into everything you love and care about and manipulate your head. And like you said, Renata, yes, it's designed to isolate you in your own head. You could be within a room full of people and feel like you want to go off. Yeah. And I've been there. And not one person has done nothing to you, but because you're in an environment that's feeding lily waves and all type of signals, you would think everybody in that crowd is talking about you, talking to you. And I have been through that on the New York City subway. And then literally have gotten into mental health situations where I almost had to be pulled off the train by um by uh, NYPD and EMTs. And, and for you to actually understand, like, yo, there's something more going on, have a connection to the Lord, because the Bible talks about this. And I'm not saying I read the Bible every day, but I should. But I'm learning. I'm only like 41 years old. So, you know, it's the journey. And I'm glad to be here to make it with all of y'all. So, Donna, I totally understand what you're saying. Oh, great. Well, um, that, that, that V2K, boy, anybody that has that needs double prayer. It's terrible. Yeah. No, I have to I have to fight, um, and I have had to all my life, to have to fight uh, self-isolation yep. because I just, I don't have a high tolerance for drama, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and who I consider to be messy people. So when I start seeing that stuff, I, I back I back away, and next thing you know, I'm not calling, talking, nothing, you know. But yep. I also now I see that even as a young age, that was programming because mm-hmm. we need people, you know, we need each other, we need people. So I'm trying to learn 
to form bonds and, and friendships and things like that. But I really don't feel like I need it, but I know I do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, feel, I feel like I'd rather not because I just don't I just don't want to I got to commend you, though. Last weekend, yo, tens across the board because you held your head. You were strong. You didn't get angry. And even in times when you had to amplify a little bit to get her to listen, you were so respectful through it all. Because I know there's well, something. Well, you know what? Mm-hmm. Only, Cindy really, only Cindy really knows how much I have tolerated with her because I don't say anything, but I, I put up with abuse off of these calls. Talk about targeting. Cindy has sent me some very disrespectful emails, some very mm-hmm. disrespectful texts, and this has been going on over a period of time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for me to still extend the olive branch to her and still allow her to talk in my car without bashing her like she tries to do me. You know what I'm saying? Like, only she knows what I really put up with her. But when she need help, I was Mm -hmm. but you don't even need to talk about all that. But you know what I'm saying? Well, listen, I don't mean to cut you off because I'm going to say something. Cindy, you may listen to this call. And this is D. Brooklyn T.I. for Hope. You have my number. And I know we haven't texted in a while. No, and I'm not passing any judgment to you because I don't know you. You know I'm over here in Brooklyn, New York, and you wanted me to come on your call and advocate. And I hadn't because, you know, I have other stuff going on. I didn't know Cindy had a call. Cindy has a call? She did. She was doing it right after um, Darlene Miles' call. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, she was on Darlene's call, and Cindy had a very powerful call with Darlene one night where they both had a good cry. She let out a lot of stuff. We all have a story in our lives. We have all been through horrible, horrible stuff with this program. Yeah. And I know, I don't mean to cut you off. Part of this program, because I've seen this in N.A. and Linda Costanzo, she knows what I'm talking about because even in the rooms, the program is there in the rooms to control you, and them people will get you to relapse and go back all into your druggery or alcoholism, you know. So... Within understanding this, it's like I've had years of training without even realizing it. So when I found y'all and these calls, it's like, oh, this is a takeoff from all the other therapy and groups that I've been doing over the years. And I've seen this behavior in the groups where, I mean, we've literally had fist fights in groups because this one is thinking that one is sleeping with that one's man and robbed that one for that one's money. And I'm like, oh, wait, it's another day in the housing project. And that's all it is. So, Cindy, we love you. It's just whatever's going on, like it was with me, because I knew at at one point I needed some psychotherapy, too, because I was being drilled so hard that I I found that I was chemically imbalanced because of all the toxins in my environment. And then it manipulated and manifested itself with me going to use drugs because of not wanting to go get treatment. You just want to deal with the pain the quickest way possible. And then finding y'all, I realized, oh, wait, I got a detox, and then I'll get my brain back, and I can think, and, oh, and you see it's a system of control. Mm-hmm. So we love you, Cindy, and I know, Renana, uh, you dealt with her a lot. I, I know you have, because, you know, I'm not trying to get no hatred from nobody, because the, the TIs, y'all are heavy dose, and I'm seeing it in my email now, because my, my email addresses are all in this regular TI email thread. And I see a lot of the emails that are going back and forth, and at times they concern me because with the changes in the laws that we're going through, anybody in the email thread that says something threatening, do you know that the law will be knocking on your door just because of somebody in that email thread that's in your Facebook list or sending you email through your Google Gmail? 
You know, so I say that just because I want you to be mindful of what y'all talking about when we trying to get our points across. Because I've been looking at some of the emails going back and forth, and I'm like, I'm like hoping some of the TIs don't really slip up and get threatening because they're trying to change laws and use all of our data and metadata against us. And yeah. after this crap in London, and I got TI influence over here in my building telling me, well, we're going to drop a note in your email and have them come and crash through your door and take you. And I know they can do that because they did that to Byron May. I mean, um, excuse me, got the name of Byron, By, uh, Byron 2. I think I, I think you know who I'm talking about. Myron May? Not Myron May. Uh, Byron 2, the one that got picked up outside when he was protesting in front of the White House. Oh, Tyrone Dew. Tyrone Dew. That's right. I had the name mixed up. Sorry. You know, because they somebody dropped something into his Facebook log on his um Facebook wall, and he didn't put that there. But you know these fools that can get access to any of our websites, data, email, and drop something in there threatening so then they can be like, well, he's got this in his email. We need to go search him. Because that's all I'm keep getting here in New York, here in Brooklyn, because of the flavor that I have with my targeting. They keep trying to, like, keep me in a state of down because it's about them wanting to let me know that, yeah, they let me know every day like they do Professor Martinez. They let me know every day, yeah, we mafia and we coming for you. And we don't care that you know about us because this is how we go. You mess with the family, we're going to get you. And I'm like, well, got to be strong. I used to live in Bensonhurst, Brooklyn. And if any of y'all know anything about New York and Bensonhurst and the families, Bath Beach, all of that, you know, they made movies about what used to go on. You know what I'm saying? The Godfather? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, you, you, you get me. You know, so I can't be afraid of none of that because I know all of that's tied into this targeting system and they battle within for um, play, too, just like they do in Oakland and San Francisco. And God bless you for out there, because, sis, I heard about what you go through out there in your city. Your city. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> I know, because when Oakland get upset and when they be beating up on the people of color and killing them, have you seen how they did occupy Oakland and beat up all them people? Yeah, I was down there. I went down there a lot of days. Mhm. Yeah, because I had to pass through Sakati Park when they was doing Operation Wall Street here in in Brooklyn. I mean, in in Manhattan. Because you know, I'm trying to get to my clinic at the hospital, and you got to get past the protesters, all right. in Union Square and everything. So, anyway, I'm gonna let you clear up your call. Thank you okay. again, everybody. And Cindy, right. if you listening, God bless you too, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> Word you. up. Amen. Okay. Okay, uh, all right, do anybody, okay, start eight if you want to say anything before we go. Start eight, okay? For those of you who have not had a chance to speak, start eight, and then we're going to end. Hello, Lauren? Hello, Indiana? Yeah, Bernard, I just took your advice. You have to have a thicker skin. Uh, of course, I'm perped in the in the TI community, and still are, still is. You just have to have thicker skin and, and go on with what you want to do. Um, yeah, there's people in our community, but there's also some imposters, and you just have to accept it and keep moving on. It really is. Yeah, you have to stay focused. Just, just, just know what it is you you need to do, and make sure you do it, no matter what. Exactly. Exactly. 
Thank you. Thank you, Renata. I'm glad that um, that Cheryl um, felt felt um, that she could say that to me. I'm glad she she was able to say that uh, that she felt like I target her. She also told me that she feels targeted on these calls. Um, it's gonna happen, you know. It's gonna happen. All I can say is just check the person out a little deeper. Whoever it is, if it's me or whoever you think is targeting you, just just give it some time, check it out, and uh, just be sure because they definitely don't want you to have anyone in your life who cares about you or who will support you, okay? Anybody who really knows me knows that I am usually the first person that will try to help someone. That's just who I am, and that's who I've always been. Um, not to say I'm perfect because I'm absolutely not perfect. I have my shortcomings like everyone else. But my um, my main goal in life is right now is to, uh, A, serve God, take care of my family as best I can, try to help them, my children, through the targeting, and uh, try to help the community. And I've spent a, a, a lot of time doing that. So I think that my record uh, shows for itself. I don't know any perp that's going to spend all this time trying to help people. <laughs> Look, Listen back to my archives. My main message is support, trying to get through this, trying to let people know that God is real and that he's going to help us through this, never asking for anything for myself, never trying to harm anyone intentionally. I'm sure I've probably said some hurtful things because, again, I'm not perfect. Um, but just, just just listen to the message. Listen to my YouTube videos. It's always encouragement. A person not going to encourage you. Believe me, they're not. They're going to discourage you. They're not going to encourage you. So um, just think about those type of things when you're trying to figure out who's in your best interest and who's not. Because uh because of the fact that we've been betrayed so much in this community, all of us have, um, we just, we really honestly don't know who to trust. And it's kind of hard to try to figure out who's who. But again, you have to have that discernment that, that comes from God just so that you can discern who who is really there for you and who's not. Okay, so moving on. My daughter's not ready, so we have a little more time. I have to take her to work. Um, last week's challenge, what was last week's challenge? Last week's challenge was when you cross uh, paths with a perp, a perp or a person who you feel is targeting you, <coughs> excuse me, to send them a silent blessing. Just send them a little, send a little prayer, even though you don't want to. That's what we were working on last week. So if you did that, start eight and tell us how it went. Um, honestly, I forgot to do it most days. <laughs> I really did. But I remembered probably later in the week, and, and I did do it a couple times. And it felt good. It helped me to just release, just release whatever they're doing to me. Just, just release it. So if you tried it, Start eight and let us know how it went. If you did not try it, try it. Just try to send. There's a guy on YouTube. Um, he's a target, and he says you, he says send. What does he say? Oceans and oceans of love and blessings silently to the perpetrators. 
it does something to you when you know that you're not buying into the negativity, but you are. We're supposed to bless those who curse us. So we want to try to be in accordance with the Bible. Um, so just just work on that. Try to send send silent blessings. I pray for their salvation. I really do often because. It's sad to see all these people being deceived. They are really, really, really being deceived. I um, I don't make it a practice of talking to perps because I don't like that demonic energy in my space. But every now and then I will feel led to say something, and I'll say something like, just in general, if I know they're around me, perfect me, I'll say something like, you know, you really need to give your your life to the Lord because the devil is deceiving you. You know, I'll say that every now and then because they don't realize. They they don't realize. The devil wants to take as many people as he can with him to hell to burn in, in uh for an eternity. Hello. Hi. Hi Renata. Hi, Hi Renata. Hello. Yeah, I want to Hi. Um, I wanted to uh, say something earlier, but um, now I'm going to say it. Um, I really uh, appreciate um, what you said earlier about um, the technology of E2K, um, that um, it's not your friends, it's it's not um, there to help you, it's mm-hmm. not there to do anything good in your favor. And uh, I, I keep, I've been telling myself this as long as I've been getting E2K. And um, I really, I really was jumping up and down and yelling "Bravo, Hallelujah" when you were saying that because I'm so in, in alignment with that. I can't tell you how, how much I agree with that. You know, it's like uh, two trillion, like trillions of percent. I, I agree with that, and um, it, it's so compassionate to say that and wise. It's, there's so much compassion and wisdom in that. And uh, because really it's it's a way to t- take you over. I think the V2K is used as a weapon to uh, attempt to take people over who are getting the V2K and yes. control control them and 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 to and to deceive. I mean, deceive absolutely that it's in your best interest playing good cop and then playing bad cop and playing games with people who you have in your life, like, uh, uh, you know, manipulating you and your friends if you have a relationship with each other. You can't, you can't have a relationship with the devil. There's no way to negotiate with the devil, dance with the devil, mediate with the devil. Uh, there's, no way, there's no way for amending with the devil. The devil, the devil is just dirty. Just dirty. You can't clean the devil off. It's just all mm-hmm. dirty, dirty business. And so I really, I wish I could hear that more on the conference calls, Renata. Another conference call that is where people are talking about how not to uh, talk to it, how how to ignore it. And I, I like I'm one religiously that solemnly believes in ignoring it, and and I do everything that I can. To ignore it, it's not easy to ignore. It. That's why I think uh, um, we talk. It's, we, we we talk to it because it's not easy. It's kind of sneaky and sly. You know, get in there. You know, when it thinks it has a a, a moment. You know, with you, and um, it's kind of seductive at times. Uh, and it, it acts sweet. The voice can be really sweet at times. And you know, so and and I just totally 
I bring my mind to other pleasing things, um, you know, and anything that is the opposite of that. Because I know I know where it's at, you know, and and um, I have a hyper vigilance, you know, with it. And so I mean, it's not always good to be so hyper vigilant, but that's how that's what gets me through. Um, and of course, the Lord, the Lord gets me through. But the Lord is is not is not the one that's gonna uh, always always you know um, uh, redirect my thoughts. I have to do that for myself. The Lord, the Lord does a lot, and I have to do also. So just praying to God about, please, I don't want to hear the C2K. I don't want to. I don't want to uh, uh, obey the C2K. I don't want to become enslaved by the C2K. Uh, and then the Lord probably would answer me back. You got. You got to do something on your own. You got to have the willpower. You know, and you have to control yourself. You have to uh, put your mind on other things because, of course, I can be there to support you, but I can't do everything for you. So, right. so realizing, right, Renata, so realizing that, I know I have my part to play in uh, saving myself from the disasters that come from D2K. And there's, there's too many disasters in our community coming from that D2K technology. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, thank you. Thank you for your stance on that. I'm really, you know, I'm really so uh, delighted to hear that. Uh, you know, you know your 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 stance on D2K. I wish I could hear it more on the calls. I really do. Uh, yeah. I hear too much, I hear too much on the calls that uh, D2K said this, and it was being nice mm-hmm. to me for for a minute. It gave me this information, and this mm-hmm. really important information. And then the next second, it strikes you down. It sends you a direct energy weapon. It burns you. I mean, come on. I mean, what is it? I mean, what? I mean, really? I mean, so. So you know, I, I realize I realize people are scared, and that's what plays into kind of uh, uh, giving in and talking to talking, having a conversation with the V2K and shooting the V2K. I mean, but the, but I think it gets you more entrained. Actually, I think it's really it's down a very bad road. I think a very rocky road. That's what yeah. I want to say about it. Thank yeah. you so Thank much. You. Thank you for letting me uh, share. I appreciate you, Renata. Thank you very much for your call. I really, I really get a lot out of it. Thank you. Glad to hear that. Thanks a lot. I'm put you on hold. Okay. Um, yeah. Don't, don't ever talk to the V2K. Don't, don't listen to that mess. That's the devil. That's communicating with the devil. Mm-mm. These people are not your friends. They're not your friends. That's artificial intelligence. Some computer didn't program somewhere to torture you. Why would you listen to it? Why? Why? That's like listening to a very a, a known person. You know this person is targeting you. You know this for a fact. You're not being paranoid. You know for a fact. And they come up and they tell you something. You can't trust that person. You know that that person is not in your best interest. It's the same with the V2K. They're not in your best interest at all. They're your enemy. They're trying to kill you. They're trying to torture you with artificial intelligence. Don't do it. Don't do it. I think if you talk back to them or even if you talk subliminally to them, I think that they're going to keep that going, and it's going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. That's what I think. Some people think if you talk to them, it'll go away. I don't think so. I think it's going to get worse and worse and worse because you're entertaining them. You're giving them more to go off of. I I, I would not suggest it. 
I would not. Um, all righty. Okay, so last week's challenge was to say something good. Send a blessing to your enemies. This week's challenge, let me see, I lost my place here. Oh, I'm on the wrong document. That's why. Um, This week's challenge, first of all, does anybody have a challenge? Because I don't have to be the one to come up with these. Anybody have a challenge for the group? Start eight. Start eight. Okay. You guys can, maybe you can think of one and share it with us next week. Okay. Uh, This week's challenge is to look in the mirror and tell tell yourself something positive about yourself every day. When you're in the mirror brushing your teeth or washing your face or whatever you do in the mirror, tell yourself, give yourself some positive self-talk to start your day or any time of the day. That's what you need to do. This week, that's what I'm going to try to do. I try to do it anyway, but I'm still going to do it. Tell yourself you look good. Tell yourself it's going to be okay. You're going to make it. You're going to display courage today. God is with you. Whatever you need to tell yourself to encourage yourself because it is the perpetrator's job to tear you down. We were just talking about the V2K. Tear you down every step of the way. You have to build yourself up. You have to allow God to build you up. But you have to build yourself up. And that starts with positive self-talk. So look in the mirror every day when you're brushing your teeth or whatever and tell yourself something good. Okay? That's the challenge for this week. Please try to do it, you guys, because it will help you. It will help you to stay encouraged. All right. What's good? And then we're closing for real. Anybody want to tell us what's good? Keep it short, please, because we do have to have the end. Um, anything good? So much bad we talked about today. Anything good happened in your life in this past week? Let us know. Hello, Jerome. What's good? Yeah, hi there. It's um, just, uh, I don't know, just everything is, uh, I try to keep everything good. I don't know. It's um, anything extra special. I don't know. It's um. I'm always, uh, you know, I always try and keep it positive. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a human being. Sometimes I dip. And Your phone is cutting out. Oh, sorry. Yeah, just enjoying the journey. Uh, you know, this life, this life journey and just learning. I'm learning from this targeting. I'm just learning that, um, you know, it's maybe it's it's a bad thing. It's an evil thing. But they say that people that are comfortable tend to get weaker. So we're they put us in a position of discomfort. So I think we're getting stronger every day, you know. Um, so that's, you know, something good. Uh, you know, still got the family. Uh, you know, my brother and I, we still talk, and everything seems to be going okay. Uh, you know, so that's that's a good thing for me. It's, um, you know, uh, and we're in the summertime, so enough. Not that we're, you know, dealing with winter, because I find winter a little bit 
taxing on my system. You know, I'm trying to keep it positive. It really wears you down a little bit. So the summer sun is always, it feels so healing and it feels so delicious. It feels so right. So, you know, that's a good thing. And as for the group challenge regarding, excuse me, praying for the enemy, I always try to pray for the enemy anyway. I pray right. for them. Yeah, it's healing for you. It's healing for me. It's it's easy to hate a thing and to hate a person that has smited you and belittled you or bashed you or just trying to bring you down or bring down your life. It's so easy just to hate them. That's what they're used to. They're used to hate and they're used to that negative energy, right? Maybe that's what they live off. So maybe that's they try to uh, reproduce that. They try to promote that. So I send out love. I try. Um, I ha- I hate what they do, and I hate them as individuals. I don't know if this makes sense. I hate the fact that such people exist. I find them offensive and really want. It just grinds on my soul. But holding on to that feeling of malice brings down your chi, brings down your your human uh, your human energy, brings down your brings down your shine. So um, I try to forgive them for my best benefit. Because when I forgive, it's not an easy thing. It's like a not in the gut. It's, you know, but um, when I forgive them, I feel much better. I feel much more content. I feel much more relaxed, you know, because then they don't have that power over you. Because when you hate someone, they control you. They control your heart. They control your heart. They control your soul. Because that's power, and that's power that you're giving them. So when you hate, it's not an easy thing, you know. It's not easy on your system. It's not easy on your life. So I forgive them. I give. I forgive them to the best of my ability. It's not always easy. But I try and work to that point where I forgive. And I do pray for my enemy. I pray for my enemy because without your enemies, you wouldn't be strong. Without your enemies, you wouldn't grow. Without your enemies... You'd be just content to just live your life lethargic and just not moving forward. So the enemy is there. God sends them to you to strengthen you. They don't, God doesn't send them to you to weaken you. you know, your enemies make you strong. And that's what I use them for. I use them for experience. So I pray for them best way I can. I pray for their soul and I pray for them as, as individuals. Why they'd want to do that to another individual. So yeah, I always include them in my prayer, not them specifically, just enemy, just people that are spiritually challenged, you know, in general. So yeah, that's what I do. So that's it. <coughs> Thank you, Jerome. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else want to tell us what's good in their life? What was good in this past week? Anybody feeling good? Do you have anything good happen? Let's see, for me, I have several good things. Um, I walked around Farmer's Market yesterday, which was very pleasant. If you have a Farmer's Market in your area, uh, that's that's something you can do. It's free. There's usually music um, and just, you know, people walking around. Buy yourself a piece of fruit or something and just sit around. It's usually in a sunny place, so... I did that um, yesterday, and I did that with my daughter, which uh, which was really nice because my daughter will be moving soon, and so I'm trying to cherish every moment with her, with my baby. 
we had a really good time. We took pictures. We sat around. It was nice. Um, also, I walked the lake. I didn't walk the entire lake, but I used to walk the lake a lot. Um, and there's a, a a staircase over by the lake, and it, there has to be a hundred stairs or more. And back in the day, I used to walk them with ease. So yesterday, I walked them, and I was like, uh oh, <laughs> a few little aches and pains trying to walk them. But um, but I was proud of myself. Were the perps out there? Yep, they sure were. They were doing all, everything that they do. Um, but I had the courage to do it. And so I am very, very um, happy that I did that. So those are two good things. One last good thing, I planted some potatoes this morning. I had been planning to do that, but I kept putting it off. So I finally got them planted this morning, and I planted my potatoes in a bucket. I don't know if you guys ever heard about that. This is my first time doing it, so we'll see how it turns out. Um but I'm excited about that. I'm very, very excited. That's something that you can do whether you live in an apartment, um, house. You don't even have to do it in the ground. Like I said, I'm doing mine in a bucket. So um, I'm excited. I'm very, very excited about that. We'll see how it turns out. <clears throat> so those are the things that's good in my life. Oh, and I stayed up till Lord knows when trying to train myself on something on um on the internet. So I finally got that worked out. So all those things are good. If we look for good for some good things, they're there. No matter how big or how to, how small, there are things that um that we can intentionally do to help ourselves to feel good. So we should look for the, for every opportunity because we're dealing with so much negativity. Um look for all of those things. All of those things that that will lift you up and make you feel good. And for me, it doesn't take a lot. I'm not a person where it takes a lot to um, to make me feel good. So that's what's good for me. Anybody else want to share? Right. Well, we will end this call, and you guys have a blessed week, and I will talk to you guys next week. Remember to look in the mirror every day this coming week and say something good to yourself. Lift yourself up. Okay, have a blessed week, you guys. Oh my gosh, I'm adopting a puppy right now, but I realize what's at home. Oh no, I have nothing. Well, except unconditional love. But yeah, no crate, no pee-pee pads, no dental chews for his little puppy teeth. Before I doubt myself as a new parent, I just get Instacart to deliver everything from PetSmart. Easy, just like raising a puppy is going to be, right? Get Pet Essentials from PetSmart with Instacart. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply.